This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. I want to share some things from the Word of God with you uh, and uh, from creation through the cross to the consummation. You know, today we commemorate and we are celebrating uh, the uh, what we call Easter Sunday. It has many different meanings. Uh, you know, for me, I, I love the, uh, you know, there is certainly... Uh, the deeper meaning, the spiritual side. But be honest, I was looking for candy this morning, didn't get any. I had no basket, didn't have a bowl. It was all somewhere else. Someone was said I had to pray over the dog. Something was said maybe she ate my chocolate. I don't know what happened. But uh, anyhow, uh, did any of y'all get any candy this day? Bo, you in the same boat I am, isn't that right? That women don't give it all away to the children. All right. Lighten up a little bit. You'll be okay. All right. You know. Um, But it's all of those things, isn't it? Uh, It's supposed to be good. It's supposed to be fine and enjoyable. And uh, uh, that's part of the celebration. But also, uh, we know it and we remember and reflect on a deeper meaning of, of Easter. We call it Resurrection Sunday. We are commemorating and celebrating the sacrificial death and crucifixion. And the burial of, in the borrowed tomb of Jesus. And then on the third day, the resurrection where Jesus was raised from death to life everlasting. You know, I don't know about you, but I remember before uh, I became a Christian. Now, I went to church. Or we were raised in church. Our folks took us to church. Uh, but, you know... Uh, I really, as I, when I grew up, I had no idea, no concept, because in the church that we went to, apparently they really didn't have an idea or a concept. Now around here, you know, we're, they're going to do things for the children over there, but the best thing I believe that we can do for children is present the gospel of Jesus in a very plain and understandable way that even a child can simply believe and simply trust and find uh, in their own uh, in their own personal practical experience their own personal need of uh, they can decide God for themselves and it's not cloudy it's not fuzzy they don't have to wonder I had that 23 uh, years old just you know when uh, wonder what does a what in the world does a guy dying on a cross 2,000 years ago have to do with me I mean, I knew about all of that. We'd heard the stories. We'd been to Sunday school, you know, and had a general belief in God, that there is a God, you know, and surely uh, he's good and all of this kind of stuff. But, uh, but I, I really wondered within my own self, what does a guy 2,000 years ago dying on a cross actually practically have to do with my life? You're asking me to believe that? I believe that, you know. But it didn't, but it didn't register as that it that it would have any effect on my life until I met somebody that had an effect on their life, that made it plain and, and was willing to explain it uh, to me. So we want to do that uh, today. Not going to take a lot of time because I know some of you got ham burning and 
I don't know whatever it is. You know, we like ham around our house. Everybody say hogs are good. Now, don't you let the religious people talk you out of pork. Something wrong with those folk. Something just wrong. Amen. All God's creature. Rise and eat. Nothing's unclean. Amen. Same people that won't eat pork will eat shrimp. Something wrong with that. You can't pick and choose. All right. You know, it's good and it's right to wonder why. You know, life has to have a reason why, doesn't it? In order to have purpose, we have to, we have to understand why. It's one of the earliest questions a child will ask when it begins to, we begin to develop and you begin to just tell them, you know, the ways of life and things like that. They'll immediately, before they even understand what it means, they go, why? Why? You know, well, that color's green. Why? Just because I said it's green. Well, why? Because it's green. God made it green. Why? <laughs> you know, well, when you get there, you can ask it. Amen. But right now, we just accept by faith that green is green, blue is blue, red is red. But it's good to wonder why. And what's behind all of this? Uh, really, what is behind all this? I submit to you today that I have discovered that, that the only reason for the cross, the only reason for Jesus coming to earth, the only reason for him dying on that cross was because of love. When you boil it all down, his why, the great why of God, everything that God has done, the bedrock of, of the reality of God is it's all because of love. God, the, the Bible says God is love. Now, not the, you know, whirly, squirrely kind of love that we have for one another, you know. That I love you as long as you do right and measure up to how I... God doesn't love that way. God loves perfectly. God loves without finding fault. God loves absolutely. God loves unfailingly. The Bible talks about His love being, an un, uh, being a loyal love. That when everybody else runs, God's there. That God... That God is the one that actually shows up on your worst day. Hmm? Um, and, that, and God is love. At the, so we can say this, that love created us. I believe that we were created by God. I don't believe that, you know, now you can, you know, you can believe that somehow, you know, your ancestors crawled out of the primordial soup of nothingness. And one amoeba attached itself to another, and accidentally they just grew into a monkey. And then the monkey lost his tail, stood upright, they gave him a briefcase and called him modern man. I just don't believe that. Amen? Even Darwin, who came up with that, didn't believe. He became a believer, because the missing link he never did find. Do your history now. The boy got saved. Hallelujah. Now, uh, but I believe God created us. I mean, I, we're, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. God created us at the top of the order of his creation. And the Bible says in order to please God, to be pleasing to God, uh, um, is not acceptable, God, just that God is pleased when we simply take by faith that God is. There is a God. And that that God uh, created us. As the Bible says, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and then on the sixth day He created man. But if God is love, then we have to uh, we have to uh, assume this that that it was love that created us. God created us to love.
in order to love us the way he does love. In another place, the Bible says what God does mostly is love us. Amen. He loved me enough to give me an appreciation, you know, uh, for a little five foot three. Are you five foot three or five foot four? Huh? Five three. Amen. Uh, Florida girl. You know, hadn't never seen snow before. First time I took her on a date, you know, brought her to the barn. I was milking cows. She fell right in the gutter, right in the cow poop. Amen. My mama said, what were you thinking? I said, well, if she's going to hang around with me, she's going to be part of my world. Amen. And of all the girls in the world, I'm glad I got that one. And she reminds me. Now, listen, she reminds me all the time. Buddy, you better be appreciative because wouldn't nobody else put up with your stuff. And I remember my mama, now, now Roger did the best that he could. He goes, how many white hills? The proper terminology is called whitels. Yeah, that's how it's right. Well, they're nothing but a whitel. Amen. Sometimes that can be good. Sometimes that can be bad, uh, depending on who's speaking. And I remember uh, mama telling me, she said, she probably is a keeper because she's the only one to put up with your stuff. Amen. <laughs> And she's been putting up with it for almost 40 years. Uh, but God made the difference in our life, guys. Uh, we, got, we got saved over 34 years ago. And God has made all the difference. Amen. Uh, but love created us. Love formed us and fashioned us. Love purposed and planned and provided a special place in time and in history. I'm so glad God put me in time and in a place in the time frame of mankind and this world order, uh, you know, with the people that I'm with, with the family, the natural family. I'm glad he got me in Alabama. Paul, I know what Paul said. He goes, I'm like one born out of place and out of time. You know, I was born up north, but I, Alabama is my home. Amen. I'm going to heaven from Alabama. And I like Alabama. I enjoy Alabama. I enjoy the people of Alabama. You know, God wants us to have a good life. God made everything good. He called it all good. Even when stuff go wrong, you know, it's still all good. Even, you know, uh, because you're alive and you have the opportunity to live life with God. Amen. I mean, I love driving in my old truck. I'm going to get a new truck, but I like my old truck, you know. I've, been, I've walked before. Any truck is good that will get you where you're going. And back again and start the next day and go there. Oh, they're all good, amen, if they run. Isn't that right? And I, uh, I like all of it. I, I enjoy, I love life. I love people. I enjoy all of it. God made it to be that way. And now listen, if you're not, we need to get some help to you. You know, I mean, you know, uh, this world is full of people, full of stuff. Some of it's not so good, but you need to make a choice to... Uh, that love did all that for you and that you could start loving life loving yourself loving one another but it starts with loving God being loved by God and allowing God to love us I want to read in Ephesians uh, the first chapter and I can hear some of you now you better hurry up son you're wasting time it's alright how blessed is God and what a blessing he is verse 3 uh, starting verse 3, he's the father of our master, Jesus Christ, and takes us to the high places of blessing in him. Long before he laid down earth's foundation, he had us in mind. I like to interject myself in there. God had me on his mind. He had you on his mind. 
And it says, he had settled on us. That would mean he settled on you as the focus of his love. Isn't that something to think about? That God's focus of attention is on you and that he just wants to love you and be good to you. That every day you get up, he can't wait. He said, I'm just going to love on you today. I'm going to love you special. I'm going to love you specifically. I'm going to love you personally. I'm going to love you practically. Amen. I know not everybody, not everybody has, uh, you know, appreciates all of the same things. God created us all the same yet differently with an ability, ability to create even in his creation. Uh, you know, you might, like a, uh, you, you might like a Mercedes car. See? I don't like a car. I, I, I like a truck. Amen. You know? So God made trucks and cars. Isn't that right? You, you, you might not even like a horse. I like horses, but they got to be the right kind. I like big horses. Amen. Don't like miniature horses. Yet there's some folks love miniature horses. I like pork. Some people believe wrong about it, but it, they're wrong. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I like spaghetti sauce. All day, you know, everything is a gift from God. All of it is good. All of it is to be enjoyed and all of it is to be appreciated. Isn't that right? I never, you know, I, when, when, uh, as, I decided, as I found out how much God loved me, how, how, so loved by, how I was so loved by God, it became easier for me to extend that same love to other people. Reason why sometimes that we find it hard to love other people. Now around this church, look around. You're going to see some chocolate. You're going to see some vanilla. You know, and every once in a while you'll see chocolate and vanilla swirl. Amen. There you go. Amen, yeah. And there, yeah, every once in a while we have a little uh, jalapeno. The Mexican folks come in, amen. Well, it's just a whole lot better together than it is apart. Amen. He, he made us the focus of his love. Now listen, the purpose of that was to be made whole and, and holy by his love. What does that mean, be, to be made whole? Your whole life filled with uh, the love of God and you loving him back. And, and that spilling over into, into loving everybody around you. Your whole life full of the love of God. Everything, everywhere you look is God's personal uh, love letter to you. His personal touch of love to you. His personal expressions of, of love to you. Is that possible to become aware of that on a daily basis and on a personal basis? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. That every... Uh, that everywhere you look and everyone that you're in contact with, uh, the love of God is just working and just flowing and just making such a difference uh, in our lives. We are the focus of God's love. Now, the Bible says that there's a time to be born, there's also a time to die. We enter this life and we enter into a journey. We're not doing this thing alone. You were born into a family. Somebody got you here, and somebody's walking with you uh, in this life. And we and we enter into a journey, and we're simply passing through. We know that, don't we? Nobody stays forever on this planet. We're walking through. Some of you, I see, are like me, got a few gray hairs. Some of you got more gray hairs than most. 
than others. Some of you are still, you know, you know they say, what is it, black don't crack, you know, sometimes. We're going to talk to God about that. Come on, white people, what's wrong with you? You know, Just you know, be jealous, you being wrong, you know, but that's what they say, black don't crack. Amen. It don't show. So, you know, black folks sometimes don't show their age, but some of us, you know, do early. Uh, and we realize, boy, I'll tell you what now, you can, you can go, 20 years is gone, 30 years is gone, 40 years is gone. You know, you're in a different place on the hill, and you begin to realize you're, you're closer to where they were, they being the old folk. Now you're becoming the old folk, and you realize, and they didn't stay forever. And you know you're not staying forever. That it's temporary. We're just passing through. The Bible talks about this life being a wisp of smoke. Just being like the mist in the morning. A flower that has its day in the sun and then it fades. There's a reality to that. Now what is all that about? You know? uh, Because God, listen, not being mean uh, in things. He just simply said, listen, I'm not going to do without you forever. You're going to have a limited time on here. And then forever starts for you. We're going we're gonna to make a decision uh, in this life. But we're on the road from the cradle to the grave. And each one and every one, everyone, no one, there's no getting uh, uh, around this. Uh, but I want to share with you this about, uh, about this, that every life, every life will go, uh, will lead to, the, what I call the crossroad. That's what this cross represents, is the crossroad. It is, even, even in natural history, Jesus split time before Christ and after death. I mean, it was, it was that marked of a time, a moment in time, uh, when, God's, when God intersected with man. There's a moment in time for all of our lives when we reach the crossroad and we're at the intersection of God and you, God and me personally. The, the Bible says that righteousness appears unto all people. Now, like I said, in my life, I was 23 years old before somebody asked me, did I know what this actually meant? 23 years old. It's possible to go to church. It's possible to be raised in church. It's possible uh, to be around Christianity, but never but have never come face to face with what this actually means in your and my life personally. The crossroad. Every road leads to the crossroad. Every road will bring us to that intersection where at some point in time we're going to have to decide what we're going to do with Jesus and what, and what Jesus has done for us. Every person. You know, uh, the crossroad is a place of choice it's a place of decision it is a uh, it is a place where uh, the place where we decide the place that we're going to spend eternity in it is a crossroad of between this life and the next life the intersection of God and man and it's marked by the cross of Jesus Christ I shared in the earlier service and interesting particularly in Alabama now you'll go and they allow this I've never seen them removed I, I think they, you know, the highway crew doesn't come and clean them up. Uh, you know, people are allowed to do this. They'll be, you'll be driving down the road and you'll see a cross. And you immediately know something happened there. Someone's journey ended there. 
But really, eternity began there. But their time here ended there. And it's a constant reminder uh, of our lives. I mean, we don't have to imagine very far to understand. Somebody left this planet there. And they marked that place of departure uh, with a cross. Why is that? Because I believe of, of this cross. You know, the Bible says that it's appointed on the man one time to die. And then we're in the presence of the Lord. Immediately. Now, it is the place, the cross is the place of decisions that determine destinies. And what we do at this place in life, at the crossroads, that determines the place that we will spend eternity with God or without God. In personal relationship with God who is love being loved by him and loving him back and loving those that are in relationship with him or we'll spend it separated from God and separated from his love and from those that uh, are loving him and those that we even love you know this life is not a long time right here and right now in relation to forever and forever is a reality you know it's such a short window of opportunity at the crossroad many times there's sometimes I've, I've talked to people in airports. I've talked to people, uh, you know, all in life we journey with people at, for a certain time, a certain distance. And, you know, uh, um, when people first came into my life that had passed through this crossroad and had, and, and had a personal encounter with Jesus and had believed the love that he had for them when... When they came into my life, at first, I didn't want to hear that. I didn't, that didn't make any sense. You know, it, uh, uh, it was a strange thing. But as I watched their life, and I thank God that, that God called, there were certain people that God called to walk alongside me, uh, you know, for some of them a year, some of them more, some of them less. But what they were, they were there to be a witness of what this really meant. And I saw the change in their life. And it wasn't a thing on the outside so much, though there were things on the outside that they wouldn't do that I did, different things. You know, it wasn't a matter we didn't have, we, of rules and regulation, but they had something in their life that was different than what I had in my life. They had God, a reality of God, and I did not. I knew about God. They knew God. You can't, it's, it's not enough to just know about God. God wants us to know him. You know, I couldn't say to Sandy, you know, I know about that girl Sandy Young. You know, she's fine. She's all right. But see, I've spent the last 40 years knowing her. You know, getting to know her even more because she's such a little complex creature. How God made her and the changing and all that kind of uh, stuff. But it's the same way with God. God says, I don't want you to to know about me I want you to know me personally for yourself how can we love someone that we don't really know it's an invitation to get to uh, you know uh, when uh, to get to know God amen and church is helpful where that's concerned and if he and, and not just organized church where we all get together but us being the church out in the world because so much is, is at stake, we do well to make certain at the crossroad that we make the right decisions. Now, you may have heard all this before. Maybe there's somebody that hasn't ever heard it. You know, 
Maybe we've heard about God, but I'm praying today that God will give us a hearing. That it will be God talking to us. And, and no fanfare, no yelling, spitting, running, no hype. Just a simple, basic truth of simple faith in Jesus and what this cross is all about, what Easter re uh, represents. It's an opportunity to be thinking about and thinking seriously about where, my, where I'm at, where God is concerned, and where he's at, where, where I'm concerned. We do well to do that. Sometimes we, we do well uh, to just pause and to calmly think uh, of that and for it to be very, very plain. Uh, in our life you know uh, because so much is at stake we do well to make certain at the crossroad that we make the right decisions because there are some wrong ways in this life aren't there have any of you wasted a lot of years running down a dead end street have any of you found out a lot of things that don't work and when I say work did they, are they, is, they don't they, they weren't right for you it, it didn't wind up with peace and joy and it left you wanting it was pleasurable for a little while but then it turned not so good alright all of those are lessons in that, that we learn how to make the right choice and the number one right choice is this is we can't afford to gamble uh, on what anybody else says uh, on uh, we need to find out God if you're real if, uh, if, if you really want a relationship with me, then I need to know that God. You need to show yourself to me. Now, he may not appear to you physically, see, uh, but it's, you know, we see, we see God best in his son Jesus hanging on the cross. The Bible says God proved his love, showed the world his love by putting Jesus on that cross because Jesus paid the price for us the punishment of separation from God. All of that was paid for us. Jesus is our very best guide. He declared that I am the way. One translation says the road. He also said I am the truth and I am the life and no one comes to the Father except by me. I came to show you the way. When they said we don't know the way, he said I came to show you the way. I came to show you the right road. I came to show you the road that leads to God. I came to show you how to be in right relationship with God. How that relationship is entered into. And he just simply said it would be simple faith and simple trust that he was telling us the truth. That he is, was not only telling us the truth, but also showing us the truth. That he also is the way uh, and the life and and the way that that works out is that he proved by his life uh, that he was a witness and, uh, and giving evidence and proving of the life that God wanted us to have and destined for us to have, the love life. One translation says that we are God's love dream, that God dreamed of having a family God dreamed of you being in that family. God dreamed of sharing all of the good things, uh, filling your life with good things, and to top it all off, that that would be a forever thing. It's a pretty good thing. 
It's a real good thing. I can testify just from this. I've lived life without him, and I've lived life with him. Life with him is a whole lot better. Now, sometimes it's not easy, but it's a whole lot better than, you know, life. The Bible says sin's hard. You know, the wrong way. Sin is missing the mark. Being on the wrong road, that's hard. Now, Going the wrong way, that's hard. Amen. I mean, that's tough. That's a lot tougher than living for God. Well, you know, God's going to require all this of me. All he requires is you believe that he loves you. You know, I mean, I'm wearing white pants today. White britches. You know why? Because I love my wife. I said, what am I going to wear today? I'm going to wear them black shit. She goes, oh, wear the white ones. I go, no, I ain't wearing no white. And went in there, found them, brought them out, you know, put them on because I love her. Amen. Are you listening? I can assure you, I don't run around like Mr. Clean every day of the week. White pants are not what I, uh, my choice. Well, work I do, it, they don't stay white very long. Amen. Sure, there's something required. If you love someone, sure it's going to change your life. Sure, you're going to have to ma- allow some changes, you know. Stuff that she don't like, I just change that. Why? Because I love her more. Isn't that right? Same thing with God. Sure, there might be some things that need change, but the only thing that will need changing is stuff that, you, that you'll find out you'd live a lot better without. All right? Thank you for your enthusiasm. Now, he simply asks us to believe the love that he has for us. He just asks us to believe the love that he has for us believe that you are so loved by God that before the foundation of the world he picked you out and he put his focus of his love and every day he sees you he's, he's wanted to prove that love to you. He's wanting to love you up real good. He just wants to love the hell out of you and me Jim and he's doing a pretty good job out in there right? I mean we were just headed for hell, full of hell getting in hell, giving hell and then we got run into, we ran into smack dab into heaven's crossroad. Amen. And God started loving us and hell somehow just started getting out of us. Amen. Isn't that right? What's happened to you? I'm, well, I'm telling you God's loving the hell out of me. Let him love the hell out of you too. You know, you look like you in hell. You need to, you don't want to go to hell. Why don't you let God love the hell out of you? Matter of fact, I'm going to love the hell out of you, boy. You understand they understand that, isn't that right? I used to tell people, go to hell all the time. And they thought, well, you too, Jack, you know. <laughs> and God will, doesn't he? He changes the want to on the inside. Amen. By simple faith, believe the love that God has for it. Believe that God has a better life because it's going to be a life full of the love of God. Now, the love of God's not something that is, is just reasoned, okay? It's not calculated. It's not something you can analyze. It's just something that you have to believe. And I'll tell you, it's a powerful thing. I believe right now that God's just going to squeeze your heart. God's just going to start loving on you right now. Amen. In a very simple way. You know... I, I'm going to release it just with words of saying, You are so loved by God.
Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.